We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include Mature Themes. The world is a weird and wild place, but even now, there are men who seek to tame it by any means necessary. Hatred is spreading throughout the land, covering it with fear and blood. Masquerading as propaganda for safety, darkness is spreading, consuming those who do not fit with the natural order. Infecting the streets with political grandstanding, they have set their sights on the highest office. Bounty hunters with badges try and keep the promises of a dead man, but the weight of death clings to their steps. Their rage is palpable, and revenge is consuming. Two decades have passed since the gateway between this world and a world of unbridled madness was opened. The door stands open still, and the wilds are slowly seeping in, searching out the ones that freed them from their cage. This is the Feywild West. We are the nightmares they want you to fear. We are the dead man's promise. Let's be legendary. and welcome back to Let's Be Legendary Wild West Edition. This is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is not fine. No, this is not fine. Last we left our emotional adventurers. (laughs) Boy, God. the truth. Oh, crying. Our adventurers had to say goodbye. Oh, God. <laughs> they also met up with and made a deal with Delilah. Mm-hmm. Discovering that she was currently working for Leroy Brown. You know, I'm not really surprised now that I think about it. Neither am I. But still. But still. I'm a little annoyed he got to her first. But. Yeah, well. But they employed her to spy on Leroy Brown. Uh-huh. And see if she can provide any information or evidence that could expose his criminal activity. You know, it's kind of uh, lucky that she's working for him. It is. I just hope we can trust her. Oh, we cannot. But uh, and as long as we can pay her, I think we can. Yeah, I don't mean trust her like long term, just with this particular project. Right. Well, it was either that to do nothing. Yep. So we're heading to Craigshaft? I think we have to go pick up the doorknob first. Oh, right, 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 right. right. But and, jealous. Yeah. And see if Ernest has a po- uh, scroll he can sell me. What kind of scroll? Teleportation. Oof. Why? If we have to leave Crankshaft to get to Blue Peak quick. I see your point. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know how much those are, and uh, we don't have a lot of money left. Before we leave for Crankshaft, let's go see Ernest and um, beg. (laughs) Beg. Hopefully he likes us enough. That we could get the scroll and pay him back. I mean, we're good for it. Okay. All right. So heading back to the library into the researcher's respite, you find Ernest. Where, and is, where is, the, is the book this time? Is it still on Atlas? Or no, no. Is it, in, is, it in, is it in an issue of Cosmo? <laughs> the Gazette? <laughs> no. Actually, periodicals actually isn't a section that you guys have been to yet with the thing. So sure, why not? <laughs> it's in periodicals. It's in, it is in an issue of Cosmo. Oh, there's newspapers in here? Yeah. Can I find one really quick? Yeah. There is no really quick with a microfiche. <laughs> I'm looking for the one that uh, reported on what happened at Blue Peak in a, 
with Ginny and John. Oh, okay, yeah. I want to know, because I never read the newspapers, but now that we're gaining kind of a, a, like, you know, a name for ourselves, I wonder if they used it. Mm. Probably not, knowing reporters being little asinine asswipes that they are. Oh, it'd be nice. I'll be nice if they mentioned us. So, it takes a little bit, because it was a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. But you do find it. The Observer reporting catastrophe at the cathedral. Horror struck on the day of the mother at the cathedral in Blue Peak this last Friday, when arsonists and mass murders, John and Jenny Zinn planted explosives around and inside the cathedral, attempting to kill all inside. Thanks to the presence of members of the 42nd, Son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> With aid from local bounty hunters, the two arsonists were quickly dispatched, though not before taking more than a dozen lives. I'm going to, uh, I think we have a stop to make before we leave. I think they have their, some of their facts wrong. They've had some of their facts wrong for multiple cases, but with how they keep referencing the 42nd, Someone must be paid off. Politics. Gotta hate civilization. You know, I'm starting to eat it too. Alright, we go see Ernest. Alright. Pissing me off. So he goes see Ernest, and Albie is still <clears throat> standing there at his spot. Mm-hmm. I, I, I go over and stand with him. Again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking out with him at a bookshelf. Mm -hmm. Yep. See anything new? Nothing is new. <laughs> <laughs> Meta. <laughs> but that is just you, isn't it? Actually, since I have you here, you can see all the worlds? Everything. Can you see the connections between the worlds? How they are connected? Sometimes. How is the Feywilds connected to our world, the material plane? Intricately. Has it always been so? Before. Before. And again. How do you mean? Nothing is new. See anything old then? Many. Everything is older. Not everything is old. But nothing is new. But nothing is new. Some things are medium. <laughs> Some things are young. Ah, what is the difference between young and new? I like this guy so much. <laughs> I love playing this game. <laughs> My favorite game. Yes. Young becomes old and dies and is born young again. But nothing is new. And I stare at the bookshelf. When you say before the Feywilds being connected to the material plane, before what? Fire and falling. And after? It is connected again? After a time. Like how long ago? Growing closer. For several centuries. Until? He looks down at you. I'm gonna give him a side eye. Not looking directly yeah. at him, but the, the side. I, I'll he's say he's on the non, yeah, the non-space yeah, side. The, the non-space side. The non-spatial side. Yeah, the non-spatial okay. side. And his eyebrow just kind of raises. There's one like, back at him. He gives you a look like, you know. And I'm giving him a look like, go ahead, tell me. And he just looks back out. Play a stupid game, win a stupid prize. Wow, why don't you go away? Yeah, okay. <laughs> so is it as terribly easy to open a door to another world? Like anyone can do it? No. Fuck. <laughs> a door closed that long cannot be opened from one side. Ah. So it was not just, I mean, whoever opens the door. 
so it is it is possible that um, any toddler could have opened that other side. Only if that toddler was of both sides. Ah, so it is mostly coincidence. <laughs> laughing at me? That's very rude. <sighs> Nothing is new. <laughs> Are we starting over? <laughs> Things tend to. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you are really fun at parties. Mm. And I reach up and pat him on the shoulder. Good talk. <laughs> and then I go over to. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, <laughs> I've gone over to the counter. Okay. Is Ernest there or directed Ding? He's there. He's just kind of like staring over at <laughs> Soli and Alfie. Just Ding, no. Uh, she, she'll be fine. Right. Um, came back for the doorknob, I assume. Yeah, and well, that first uh, doorknob. Okay, right. Um, so hands it out. So, uh, like I explained before, once you open it from a side, you will only be able to come back out that side. It the doorknobs are made to remember who went through them, which I was able to do because it's supposed to remember the invite list, anyways. So, right. <sighs> so, um, you have the doorknob. Uh, other thing. How much, uh, uh, do you sell spell scrolls at all? I, I do, yeah. Uh, what kind are you looking for? Something I don't know if I can afford right now, but I am... Um, I kind of, like, look over my shoulder, and it's only those two. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, like, lean down, and we have to go to Crankshaft... But my son's in Blue Peak, and uh, I needed to get to him quick. I could do that with a teleportation scroll. You could, and he kind of gets uh, this look on his face, like, a bit far away, just kind of thinking, like, oh, boy. Um, tell you, that's, that particular spell, that's expensive. That's... Almost, that's al that's almost beyond my level of enchanting. If you got one, I can. I I've got four guns. I could five guns. I could bargain with. Maybe Talia. Magic guns. Magic guns. They're they're enchanted, and I I could pay for the rest of it when we get more money. But we've got less than two thousand, and. Uh, we're going to be at the opposite end of the district. And if something's going to happen while well, we're at the opposite end of the district. But it was a long shot. It, it just shakes its head. I mean, that would be more expensive than everything you've bought from me combined. Yeah. Um... But I'm sorry. I... He gets a look on his face. He's trying to remember something. Wait, wait, wait. One-time use? Yeah, I mean... Hold on. He goes back behind the curtain. Starts digging around for stuff. And I come up. Everything okay? Yeah, I think so. He comes back out. Sits down. A box, intricately carved. I did not make these. My master made these. Takes the lid off and you see two stones that are about four inches in diameter. As they smooth, change. smooth disc. They have a swirl pattern in them that starts on the outer edge and goes inward. That is actually made of crystal. Ooh. The crystal is like swirled in with the stone as if both were liquefied, swirled, and then hardened. Like water marbled. Yeah. What are those? Translocation stones. Return stones. 
you give one to one person or put it in a place. You have the other one with you. One time and one time only. You can focus on it. And it'll return you to the other one. Jealous? That's what I was thinking. If we're at the opposite end of the district and we get word that he's in danger, we have to get to him quick. But we... You switch to Nightspeak. We have less than 2,000 gold. In common. Because apparently we keep forgetting that he can yeah. speak that he can speak. It's just, speak. It is just Abbott, I think, at this point. How much? I mean, I've got... I've got less than two, but I mean... Take them. What? I can pay you, Ernest. Not all of it right now, but I can pay you. You will take them. The research you asked me to do. I was able to do some digging, and what I found, I don't like. Not much to like. If you're afraid your kid might be in danger, you take these. That's the part where I'd normally argue with you, but um, I don't have it in me at the moment, so... Thank you. Johnson pushes the case towards you. Now, as to the rest of what I found, it wouldn't surprise me if you knew most of it already. The ancient organization sworn to uphold their version of the natural order. Which is a really, really shitty um, hijacking of a very common phrase, really. <laughs> That's kind of the idea, is my understanding. Everybody agrees that, yeah, nature is good, it should be preserved, and so the natural order is just... Sounds like a good idea to most people. It's something that people can get on board with. But it's twisted. All the hell. I found their oath. And in their oath, it cites by whatever means necessary. Apparently, whatever means necessary also includes twisting the natural order. They justify it because of the last line. And when it is all finished, I will die to preserve the natural order. Yeah. He actually pulls up a book. Old leather inscribed with a silver V with the sword and stake. Do we recognize that? It's a book? Yeah. No. Okay. Found this. Thumbs it down. <coughs> Where the fuck did that come from? This library is full of forgotten things. Uh, of that I have absolutely no doubt. <laughs> Biggest library in the Confederacy. So it has the final right. The final right. The final right. We've heard sort of like it's oh, been it's been mentioned. Yeah, the, yeah, it's been mentioned, but uh... the final right is the final line. Uh, he flips through it and kind of flips it around to show a drawing, a very detailed drawing of the amulet that they wore. According to this, all members are to keep this on them at all times. They are to eat with it, sleep with it. They are never supposed to take it off. Because when the work is done, they are to cite the full oath. The last line being a trigger for the enchantment on it. Yeah, we know about that. They say by whatever means necessary, including twisting their own natural order because when they've accomplished their mission when they are the only thing wrong with the natural order what it's the only thing wrong that is just asinine so they're hoping to rid the world of everything that they perceive as unnatural including themselves they see it as a noble sacrifice oh fuck noble 
these people are fucked up on a number of levels, and they use their rhetoric of preserving the natural order to gain followers and support. What is the point? From what I can tell, to prevent another sundering. They think that by removing all extraplanar influence, another cataclysm like the sundering won't be able to occur again. Aren't they just causing the destruction they are sworn to protect against? It's it's more isolated than that. It's the impossible logic of killing a few to save many. But it is not just a few. It isn't. They know who we are. But they haven't found us. They haven't found our son yet. That's a big yet. You say your son is tiefling? Yes. One of those original, uh, one of the two that we gave you. One was Celine's. The other one was his parents. So they missed him. Yeah. He's got a way into the house. And we've got a way to him. And if she's true to her word, we have warning. We should be able to get to him in time. But we can't stay up in Blue Peak and protect him because we can't let whatever's going to happen in Crankshaft happen. What's going to happen in Crankshaft? We are not sure, but we um, have it on good authorities that something is going to happen. How close do you pay attention to... uh, campaign given wait he gives a look in his eyes and looks down at the book if you look closely you can see a little light bulbs at the book <laughs> turn on above his head no yes fuck that's no, <laughs> exactly what did I say about rhetoric being used? You be careful. I'm always careful, even in a big city like this, someone like me. In a big city, it is easier for a person to get lost. lost. Oh, I know. What about Nikki? <sighs> Nikki and... Her family, I... While we're down in Crankshaft, can you keep an eye on her? Her, yes. Her family, though... I don't think I have that many eyes. I don't think she's looking either, though. I'll I'll let her know to be careful. At least we stopped her from going to Leroy Brown with her invention. Oh, God. That. No, we stopped that run. It's on oh. tracks. I'm still just trying to wrap my head around the implications of what she's created. It's. I have absolutely no idea. I still want to know what happens if you take a shot of it. Uh-huh. Maybe not. I don't um, want to do it myself, but you know, if there is some criminal that needs to be executed, it might make for an interesting uh, experiment. There you go. Um, <laughs> what's the safest way to send the knob and uh, a stone to Jareth? I can send the doorknob. That's sturdy enough. The stone, I wouldn't recommend mailing that. But I'm sending Jareth the doorknob. Couldn't you just give it? Right. We'll do that. Sorry. I totally forgot what the doorknob was for a second. All right. Hang on. Let me write a letter. And okay. I write a quick letter to Master Talden mm-hmm. saying... As soon as they get this and Jareth is done with classes, I want Jareth and Talbin to meet us in the door or to meet us in the house. Oh, okay. And we'll go from there. Because as, as much as I trust my son, I also know he's 12. And he's 12. He's 12. And that door's. I'd like to speak to Nestor Talbin with him. 
Mm. So, yeah, I read that to Tal. This is going to Tal, not mm-hmm. to Jareth. Got it, yeah. While you so. are doing that, I go back over to Albie. So I know that you see everything and nothing is new and all of that shit that you are, that you've already told me, but you be careful too, okay? Mm. It'd be really boring if I had nobody to bother when I come back here. I shall not be here forever. Well, none of us will. This spot has served me well, but the universe moves as it always does. Soon I will not be able to see everything from this spot, but only some things. Though, I suppose it might not be soon for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor Ernest. (laughs) Poor guy's gonna stay in his shop forever. (laughs) Well, wherever you are, just be careful, okay? Do not trust the golden-eyed man. Oh, I don't. He can tell no lie, but that does not mean he tells the truth. Yes, I was getting that. Hand over the note. <laughs> yeah. If you well, see if you see him, would you tell him he's a piece of shit for me? <laughs> <laughs> he just chuckles. Yeah. What? They give him a nudge and what? I'm just talking to my friend. Right. You ready? Yes, of course. Okay. So I take the stones. If, uh, if you ever need anything, Ernest, consider that we owe you a favor. He nods. I might cash in on that someday. Please do. With that, um, we catch the next train out to... Ubendale. Alright. And uh, we do the same thing we've been doing, which is yep. stick with the horses, but go inside. And... Mm-hmm. and I walk in and I see the skull on the table in the front room. You want to put him on the, the shelf? You didn't like being on the shelf? No. You want to put him on the mantle? That's better. Oh, you just keep them in the the light, the lantern. It does make for an interesting coffee table piece, doesn't it? There you go. Truth be told, I'll miss him too. Pretty sure he didn't like me that much, but... I don't say anything. Anything I can do? Just be here. I can do that. So, uh, <laughs> unless we get robbed, U- Ubendale, we, we go to Ubendale. Mm-hmm. You get to Ubendale. Okay. <laughs> like, who am I shooting? As you get off the train from Ubendale, the Silver Raven flutters down to you. Oh. They reach out my arm and catch yeah. you. It flutters down to you. Talia, things are starting to get weird. Getting here as soon as you can would be great. Raven. Right. What time is it when that happens? I'll say evening. Evening? Yeah. Do you want to keep going or you want to stop? We can really do much on the train. Not from there. How does it take to get to the crossroads? Like a day and a half? Yeah. Okay. You want to just go there? I'll stop, stop heading that way? Sure. Okay. So, I don't think we stop in Ubenu. We just keep going. Okay. You want to at least see if there's any wanted posters? I suppose we can. I haven't really been doing that because we don't have any time, but we should because we are desperately low on money. So, I think we stop around the constable station or the DMP station. I think they're the same. Uh, in, 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 oh, in Ubendale? Yeah, because uh, yeah. that's, yeah. that's where Joshua... Yep. Is he there? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say he's there. Oh, we should stop in and let him know <laughs> everything. Give him an update. Alright. Captain says hi. Looks up from his paperwork, and he does look 
pretty bullier and, and tired. Oh, hi. Uh, been a while. Loved it. Couple of, months, couple of weeks. It's been a rough couple of weeks. Why? What's going on? Got that election coming up. Mm. Yeah. And, uh... Orders have been coming down from up top to make sure all of our paperwork is in order. Mm-hmm. He hasn't come right out and said it, but talk is if that uh, Brown gets elected, he's going to disband the DMP. Well, take it as it comes, I suppose. But until then, uh, we're heading down to Crankshaft. What's in Crankshaft? Reports of orc raids. Right, I've heard those rumors. No official reports have come through yet. That's why we're going down. Make sure it's just rumors. And not something more serious. Telegraph line has just started to get built out towards Crankshaft uh, this week. Well... We'll be out there for a little while investigating, but if anybody needs anything, that's where we'll be. If anyone is in need of a reaper or a wanderer in white. I'll know where to find you, at least. Captain says hello. Captain? Yeah, I met him while we were in Airpike. Oh. On the Victoria Aggression case. Right, heard about that. Hung. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. We should be heading out. We should. But we wanted to check any wanted posters if there were anything there. We already didn't know about. Well, you got the board out there. I know your usual fare. We haven't had any uh, mass murderers or <laughs> gang leaders come up recently. But uh, there's a couple things out there that might catch your interest. I'll take a look then. Stay safe. <laughs> Wouldn't be any fun. That's true. See you later, Joshua. All right, I'm gonna go look at the board. All right. There's a poster for 2000 in aiding the Harnville Monastery. Does it say what? Aiding in what? It's the the it's the the wolf flag creatures. Oh, okay. Yep. Which is where we were gonna go, but then we thought crankshaft might be more of a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the choice. There's Request for aid all the way out in Odinston. Where is that? Way the fuck opposite side of the district. Oh, okay. Also, similar odd creatures coming up. Then. They're offering four. Oh, shit. Okay. That's it. Missing children in Dusk Down. Any number on that? No number. A couple of wanted posters, other reports of strange creatures are posted up, but those were the ones that were offering the most. Okay. Those are probably the biggest problems then. All right. After that, we just head out. Probably going to go until like 10 or 11. So we were on the train all day doing nothing. Yep. So 10 or 11. That would get us halfway. You got there evening, going to 11, I'd say, yeah, sure, halfway-ish. Let's, yeah, let's get halfway, and then we don't have to do anything for it, but I ran that night. Okay. And, uh, wake up early and head to Crossroads. Okay. Crossroads is a bit bigger than the last time you were there. A little bit bigger. Oh, we were, all, we were there, like, a couple of weeks ago, wow. Um... It was a couple months, actually. Um, almost a month. Month, okay. Yeah. We, we, isn't it a couple months? We weren't there right after. No, we we went there. We went there from this forest area. We went there, and that's where the Victoria Gresham thing really started. Was we went to, because from there we went to Uvendale to ask about Victoria Gresham. Right, okay. Crossroads. So, Sorry, I was getting confused. Yeah, that's Crossroads. So, yeah, it's been almost a month with how much you guys have been traveling around. That's true. So... A couple new buildings, a couple new houses. You see more traffic coming and going. So, DMP. Yep. 
Can I the like, office? Can I look in the window and see if he's in there? Do you want me to go in? Because I don't think he knows me. He's not. Damn. <laughs> Why, you want to do this with him? Yeah. Well, I wanted to be like, haha, can't get us now. Can we go in there and ask if he's where he is? Like, is he still in town? You don't know his name. I do. Oh, you do? Actually. Oh. Yeah, he gave, I asked. Oh. I was, I am a good player and asked these things. I'm a bad DM. <laughs> I did, Branson. Brant, that is right, Branson. Castle, yeah, Castle Ridge DMP, Branson. Branson. You can ask. I do. The lady in there tells you that Branson was relieved of this post about two weeks ago. Okay. Was there a reason? It's a changing post. Oh, yeah. Okay. Will said. It's a changing post. Oh, the captain is probably not referring to his will. That's not his name. James. <laughs> you really shouldn't call him Will. You really should <laughs> James. Shit. <laughs> Sorry, it's Calling just... somebody by the wrong name, that is like the first mistake you'd never want to make. It's true. I don't know, he just reminds me of someone who would be named Will. He's got that face. That beautiful, yeah. beautiful face. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that butt. Anyway, um, so, okay, Captain said it was a changing post. So, on that note, any idea of where he's posted now? She tells you that she thinks that he took more of a active position and is currently wandering, taking job board. Mm. Would you do me a favor, darling? Depends. Well, if he happens to wander back this way, you let him know that the Reaper and the Wander and White send our regards. Very well. Thank you so much. And I wink at her and uh, <laughs> we keep going. Alright. Because it's a three and a half day trip uh-huh. to Crankshaft, isn't it? Yeah. From the crossroads? From the crossroads. That's the longest part, I think. And that probably each night that we aren't attacked, um, I probably run. Okay. Each night. The trip goes smoothly. Each night you set up the house, you do see occasionally animals going through the woods, especially on your runs, but nothing out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. As you travel down, there is a lot of traffic going both past you towards and past you back towards the crossroads. Mm. You see all sorts of travelers. What you see a lot of, though, are carts full of minerals, coal, iron. You even see a couple of carriages trundle their way back up towards the crossroads with heavy lock boxes. Shit, son. Something about their wealth exploded or something. And on the third day, when you come up to a hill that overlooks Crankshaft, it ain't the small town you left. Not damn. Holy shit. What used to be pretty much a one-street town has exploded into a mini-metropolis out here. The city still has its main street that goes through the town that looks to be the original street that started. But it now sprawls away from the mountainside, coming close to the small river that comes along here. So the city now stretches from the edge of the mountain to the edge of the river and is starting to come back out away from the small lake there. And you see the mining company up against the side of the mountain has also grown. It's not just the office, the main office, the machine shed and a small little storage shed. The Those are all still there, except now there's like a host of supply sheds 
and three other buildings within the complex. And from here, you can see people coming to and fro from the mine. Wow. What time of day are we at? I'd say about four o'clock. What do you want to do? Well, I don't think it's too late to go see Raven. No, I don't think so either. Like, would like to speak with her. Yeah. So we're going to head to where we know Raven's workshop is. Okay. You make your way down towards the mine, having to pass through a bit of the new expanded town. You know, the first time I was here, it was like itty bitty. There was like the mine and maybe like four or five buildings. Oh, look, they have, another, they have an actual Starbucks now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just a coffee pot. No, it is an actual building. Oh, there are two of them. Look, there's another one over there. Why do you need them across the way from each other? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Weird. And then we got here the last time. It was just a little bit bigger. This is um a lot. This far south. Oh. It is. You make your way to the mining company and find your way barred. The way down to the mining area now separated off from the rest of the town by a fence and a gate. So somebody at the gate? Yep. Is there's a like a little gatehouse. It's, it's kind of just like one of those security checkpoint type things. It's, Got it. Yep. Anybody there? Yep. There's a uh, dwarf sitting on a stool at a window. We don't recognize him, do we? There's only uh, one guy that we recognize. There's the, I, don't, I doubt the... Uh, the foreman. The no. foreman, he wouldn't be here. No. Okay. Excuse me. Hey. Uh, we're here to see Raven. Raven. And who might you be? The voice in one ear says you'll eat that. And then on the other side. Ends are one What the fuck? No. Friends of Raven. We go back. Narrows his eyes. Oh, I have my mask on, by the way. Oh, okay. Talia. Good mask up. And Celine. Or DMP, if that helps. Ugh. And a little giggle echoes around him. First, fuck, for a second, now I gotta put up with DMP. Alright. Hold a second. I will send a message. Let Raven know you're here. Stay here. Let me know if you want me to shoot off any uh, kneecaps of the 42nd. Gives you a look, but leaves the station. Walks back towards the house. Fuck. Thought a second. Yeah. Well, we knew they'd be here. How? I don't know, I guess we can ask Raven. This shit's gonna get complicated, I can just tell. Well, it should be a lot of fun then. It's been a while since we had fun on a project. It is. I've I my, like, pulled my mask up to talk to you, but I put it back down. It's about five minutes, and the dwarf comes back with Raven. Aye! Uh, glad you can make it down so quick. Miss Crankshaft, it's a, been a while. It a, has. A voice in Elio says it is nice to see you. You haven't changed, okay. <laughs> um, well, well, a couple new things, and I like show her our badges. Oh. Okay. Barnard, let them in. I. He goes and opens up the gate, motions for you to come inside. We follow. Okay. Raven leads you back up to... Ooh, before we leave, was the gate open? He closes it. Uh, yeah. Hmm? Good. So no one can, else can get in. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> so we just let him close, like, yeah. I, like yeah. you know. <laughs> he closes it. It's his job. Does he lock it? Yeah. Just open it back. <laughs> no, I'm not going to use that one on him. Oh, fine. Okay. I, I use that one. I, I, I'm pacing yourself. Pacing myself. Got yes. it. Got it. Don't want to blow on my ammunition at once. I know you do. Was that a premature ejaculation joke? <laughs> because I'm that's talking that. about your guns. Your perv. I still can't tell if that was a premature ejaculation joke or not. No, you've never had that problem. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> anyway. I'm an adult. I need 
Oh, poor um, Raven has to deal with our shit. No, no luckily we were saying this in night speaking. <laughs> so she leads you back up towards the machine shed. Um, opens it up. On our way, do I notice anybody besides Minus? Are there any, like, boy second hanging around? Uh, perception check. <laughs> I roll six and then six again. So, um, ten. Seventeen. Seventeen? No. Looking around, it's just minors. Hey. As you in do... people who mine, not children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do see that they have guards set up around. Oh, okay. Some at the entrance to the mine and actually looking back towards the gate, you see that there is actually a tower, a like scaffold tower built on the corner of one of the fences that has a guard up in it, keeping a lookout. Raven leads you to the machine shed, opens it up and closes it. <sighs> okay. So, you two made it down okay? I take off my wooden mask. We did. So, rumors of old grades and you saying there's some weird shit happening. Yeah. So, a couple weird things. The orc raids being one thing. Here, uh, come sit. And he, she flicks on a couple of her electric lights. Hmm and brings over some stools. Does it still look relatively the same as it did last time? Relatively, yeah. The big mech is gone. Oh, all right. But there are a lot of work tables in its place with various machinery parts just kind of spread out amongst them. So, starting with the orc raids, started up a bit over a month ago, shortly after we started mining more than coal. Heard about that. Uh, well, that. It was something that I had noticed with um, the uh, incident with my uh, drones. Mm-hmm. You had mentioned that they taking up chunks of iron to the, to the orb. Yeah. It was just supposed to be a coal mine. Ah, more than coal, then. More than iron. Oh? Um, we don't know how. Everything we know about the natural world tells us this shouldn't be possible, but we've been mining coal, iron, tin, nickel, copper, silver, gold. Gold? Gold. All from this mine. You're right, that is strange. It's, well, I don't know anything about, like, specifics like that, but, yeah, you usually don't find all of those in one place. It's... It is suspicious. It's weird and bizarre. It has some people kind of freaked out, but my father has been over the moon about all of this, and you've seen how much the town has grown. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, like I said... Shortly after that, we started hearing rumors about orc raids to the south. Trouble is, no one's seen any orcs. Right. People just go disappearing and suddenly talk around town is that it's orcs. People have been disappearing? Not disappearing. Dying, rather. Oh. The wreckage has been found. Caravans going south. Burned. People killed. Things taken, I'm assuming. Weapons, mostly. Trade goods are either just spoiled or left untouched. What would I roll to know if that's typical behavior of an orc? Uh, I don't know a whole lot about orcs, but... History. Nine. Ten. (laughs) Don't know anything about dogs. Yeah, fortunately. Yeah. That seems unusual to me, though. Actually, I say that out loud. That seems highly unusual that they'd only be taking weapons unless they've already got a way to sustain themselves. 
Exactly. Sometimes not even the weapons are taken. There's no consistency to it. But no one has seen any orcs. No one has seen any, any orcs. Where did they get this idea of orc raids in? I don't know. One caravan shows up as a burned out husk. And suddenly, rumor mill says it's orcs. Another one shows up. People are talking orcs again. Now, about two weeks ago, 42nd show up in town. Did you call for some? I didn't. I don't know if anybody else in town sent any notice, but they've been out on patrol to the south trying to find and kill these orcs. Has anyone been going with them? Nope. Hmm. Well. I use the salty as a year. Their own, which, given the number of them, is enough. How many? Uh, I saw one patrol when they first came through. About 25 of them. How often do they patrol? They come back in town at least once a week. Take up just about every available inn that we have. And how long? When's last time they went out? Three days ago. So they'll be back in about four days. And when they go out, uh, do these raids happen still? Last time they came back in, there was another reported raid, and then they went back out again. Convenient. Here's a question that might seem a little bit unrelated. Election's coming up. It is. How much has campaigning happened here? You haven't been through much of the town yet, have you? You came straight to you. Straight to you. But let me guess, just throwing this out there off the top of my head, lots of Leroy Brown posters. Nods. Kind of sick of seeing that face, honestly. But <laughs> you have no idea. I'm sorry to say that this town is made up of a bunch of idiots. <laughs> I open my mouth like I'm going to say something and then I stop. Most everybody, most, not all, but a lot of the townsfolk seem to be grateful that the 42nd are here trying to take care of the problem. I look at Celine and I like lift a brow as if to ask, so how much do we tell her? I shake my head. As if to say, not yet. Well, not a huge fan of the 42nd. So uh, now that we're DMP, next time they're out, might as well join them. <laughs> Good luck with that. Oh, we don't need luck. Well, I wish I could say that was the only weird thing happening. What's the other? You remember the garden? Yeah. Um, I know fall's coming on and leaves change color and everything, but they don't usually turn blue. I give you this incredulous look. Blue. Blue. We might actually know what happening, what's happening with that. Has anything changed in the garden? Aside from that? I haven't been up in a little while. I've been too busy, but it was about five days ago. I went up and it, that, that tree at the center, the leaves had gone all blue and I spotted some other blue leaves on the trees near the edge of the garden. But otherwise the gardener was still there. I need to ask him what's going on. Yeah, we'll go check that out. How far away was the garden again? About a mile up in the Oh, okay, so it's not like a it's day's not, it's not like a day's ride. No, no. It's, it's not that far. I have a personal question for you, Raven. Hmm? And I like I lift I lift up my sleeve and uh show her the one bite mark. He didn't happen to cash in his side, did he? Not yet. Then why was... I continue in night speak and I turn to Selene. Can you, like, knock on something and ask him to, like... I've got a question. Sure. (laughs) I can do that. Just, Victoria Gresham had both of hers, but she said she did her part. And she got what she wanted. So why was hers still... Unless it comes back as a reminder. Hey, I was here. (laughs) Like a broker was here on scan. 
If that opens, it dots. Up, if that opens up, happens, I am chopping your arm off. I need that. You have two arms. You can shoot with the other one. But then we'll get, I you, a, we'll get you a robot arm. <gasps> a cool robot arm? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Raven can build you one. And I actually say nice to people, if we go to the garden, I suppose I could... I just clearly don't want to, though. Yeah, but... Mm, I, I want to know. Anyway, why don't you ask him? I would love to, but I can't seem to get in contact. We're just shouting at each other and night speak in front of Raven. Um, sorry. One second. I I would love to. Absolutely. You can't just hold to. your mic up to your ear and be like, hello. It doesn't work like that. You can't like tap on it and he just suddenly fucking appears. If that would have happened, if that was the case, I would have been asking him, hey, can you give me the rest of these people? Why do I have to do it? Because you're from his area. I mimic wings. <laughs> I really don't want to. I know, but I also really want answers. And you've yelled that enough at the DM. <laughs> anyway, I go back. Sorry. We had a discussion. I could tell. <laughs> We're trying to think about how to best get in contact with uh, our friend. Friend. Ah. On that note, though, we'll go take a look at the garden and see what's going on with it. If the 42nd uh, went out, they've got a couple of days if they follow a pattern. They've only come back once, but it wouldn't surprise me if they did. All right. Let's find out if they uh, another raid conveniently happens while they're back. And then we'll join them. It'll be fun. And I continue, and I say in night speak, I could take out 25 guys. Between the two of us, it should be easy. Yep. We just gotta figure out how... You take 12, I take 12, and we split the last one. Yeah, I just gotta figure out how to make sure none Actually, of Actually, we leave one of them alive to ask questions. And then we split him. We just gotta figure out how to get all their medallions off them. Gag them. I'd love to stick something in their mouths. A rock! 42nd like their kneecaps, right? I say in common. <laughs> like, in common. Uh, I assume so. Good. Well, we've got a little bit of time to kill and uh, some questions to ask. So, if you need us, we'll be in town until this gets solved. She nods. Okay. How are you doing with that mm, mobility thing you were working on? Uh, the motivator. Yeah. How's that working? Um, it hasn't. I've kind of set that whole project aside with the explosion of productivity in the mine. I've been focusing more on just extraction methods, been upgrading our mining equipment and such. Well, if you ever pick that up again, somebody you might know in APAC, look up Nikki. Oh, that bitch. Oh, Lord in heaven, both of you. Just uh, saying, she might help with that whole motivator problem. Uh. Fine. Just tell her you were sent by us. I know that face. The fan fiction shall start. <laughs> Frenemies. So, um, <laughs> you uh, Venestilly with her? I met her once, and we got into a fight. If about what? About magic and its place with technology. And we disagreed. Oh, so you're anti-magic. Magic is fine. It's a very mysterious art that very few people can get a hold of. And in all honesty, makes little sense when broken down into its component parts. A slap on the, the shield. Works okay. What is that? It's a personal shield, as what Nikki called it. If someone shoots at me, it gives me a little bit of a buffer. And if they don't shoot at me for maybe six seconds or so, a little bit more, it regenerates itself. And I take out one of the canisters for Antoinette. Yes, it, um... Right, she upgraded the guns. With magic. Mm-hmm. She's currently working on uh, a flying contraption. 
She's almost got yours down. Also, she made this grappling gun, but I haven't gotten a chance to use it yet. I don't think there's any magic in it, but I like it. <laughs> this puts the canister in the way. Just saying. She might be able to help out. If you play nice. She rolls her eyes. Ugh. I bet she could use your help too. <laughs> I'm sure she could. God, play nice girls, for Christ's sake. Yes, be friends. If I pay attention to other people's drama, I don't have to deal with my own. There you go. Just, just, just a, just a thought, you know, the happy medium of machine and magic and that automaton that she made thing. What, R4? R6 Six. now. Six. He is my friend. Yeah, he um, is big and uh, talks and it's a cat. It's a giant, it's, it's a cat. He's my friend. I mean, he talked when I saw him, too. He speaks in full sentences now. What? Really? Well, fragments, but mostly full sentences. Yeah. Pre-recorded? Nope. No. Before, he just was saying things like, Talia, welcome. Tea. Tea. And uh, this way. Things like that. And now he's saying, hello, welcome. Come, Come in. She's working. Things like that. It's that blue stuff. Get the kind of stuff out to get in there. I'm shake it. She kind of gets a sour look on her face. Now just think, if your genius and her genius were to get together and make a new genius, just think of what could be accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> Just the absolute most evil smile on her face. <laughs> just, just think about. I mean, it. I'm not saying you two have to get along. I'm just saying that your mechanical know-how would do her a lot of good, and with her magic, using in mechanical doohickeys, and, and you know, quite honestly, I don't understand either of those two things. I'm just saying. Just make, just, oh, be friends. She rolls her eyes. I don't see any reason why I would need her nonsense. But, kind of looks up towards the ceiling, like not wanting to look at you. If I could buy one of those canisters off of you, that'd be great. Tell you what, I'll give you one of those canisters if you send her a letter. Saying what? <gasps> I can write it for you. No. 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 <laughs> Saying you might be interested. After all, she's starting a business. I'll give you 200 for the canister. And a letter? That's very generous. Oh, and a letter. That's good. 300 and a letter. 200 and a letter. 400 no letter. 500 in a letter. 500 in a letter. Stop it, you're not doing this wrong. Believe me, that stuff's designed specifically for that little canister. Or something. But she's got bottles of this stuff. Can you not use magic, Raven? It doesn't make sense to my head. So find somebody who it does make sense with. You've got the mechanical know-how. She's got mechanical know-how and knows how to use magic. But she's, oh, forgive me, Nikki. She had to use magic to get her stuff to move. You got your stuff to move. And I point to the things on the wall, the creepy dwarf things, mm -hmm. with technology alone. Imagine what you two could do if you work together. Mostly, I just don't like people being upset with each other and being petty. Hold on, and final. Write a letter. Thank you. That's perfect. Deal you go. 500. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we go to the garden? We should go to the garden. All right. Let's go do that. Since uh, if these idiots are following script, we should have at least a day or two. So mm -hmm. you, if you need us, let us know. We'll be in town until this is done. 
write that later. Right. And the voice says in your ear, I will know if you do not. Family hunches in. Okay, I'll write it. Did you stop scaring her? I did nothing. You couldn't deal it. I couldn't, but I know that look. On people get on their faces. What look? You get used to it after a while, I promise. Thank you so much for supporting Let's Be Legendary podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes. You'd be surprised how much this helps others find us. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. We also spend a lot of time on our Discord server, so please feel free to stop by and say hello. Links are in the description or on our website. For more content from our crew, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public, exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DM and player's notes on characters, and access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council, Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our dungeon master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Our producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Our producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects are in the description below. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Brar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary. 